And welcome to Ghost to Divers. This is an anime podcast on the Export Audio Network. I am your co-host, Neve, and I'm joined, as always, by your other co-host, Connor. Hello and welcome. Uh, and today, we, we're we here to intro the new uh, season of the podcast. So, uh, this one, uh, in a way that like I don't always have the sense, when we're going into... A season is this going to be one where like new people like a, a large number of new people might come on i feel like this one might be one because we're doing mobile suit gundam iron-blooded orphans um this has honestly been a show that i've wanted to like watch with you and show to you for a long time um <laughs> w- like there there was a version of us figuring out what this podcast was going to look like where this got slotted in really early um and like, this could we have been in the 08th MS team spot. It could have, yeah. Like, that 08th MS team slot was, like, uh, 08th MS team, uh, first Gundam, or Iron Bulleted Orphans. Um, like, one of those was going to get in there. Um, and I ended up feeling like, eh, let's do 08th MS team so we can, like, do a quick Gundam. Like, I want to get a few repetitions of seasons under our belt before we're doing, like, a, a long thing. And those other two are, like, long projects. We had not... Uh, up until that point and um not until we got to ray earth did we do like a, a 50 episode like a two season show um 
So I wanted us to kind of get through a few stuff that would feel like good and foundational, um, but they would be a little bit shorter and a little bit easier for us to like chew through. Um, yeah. Even Ray and Earth, I-, I was overly ambitious with how I broke it up. I think like those 10 episode uh, per episode breakdowns were that show, I think is slower paced than some anime. So it was okay. But um, I still think that was overly ambitious. We're, we're never going to do 10 episodes Again, I don't think for for yeah. one episode of the podcast. I think with um, Ray Earth, the assumption you could assume that, like, oh, especially season one, that first half of season one is like a lot slower paced. Um, but I think we ended up getting a lot out of even that part. Yeah. So then, um, yeah, we just had a lot. Every single time we recorded, we had so much to like get through. Yeah, um, and that was. I'm still really proud of our Ray Earth episodes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the like immensity of the amount of stuff we wanted to talk about was, I think there was like a lot at the beginning and then it narrowed down rapidly at the end <laughs> to where we were like, we really want to talk about one thing and that's the ending. Yeah. Um, but there's still a lot to like sort through. So it was kind of a weird distribution. Um Yeah. But anyway, um, I still think that's a yeah, I still think that's a good um, season of the again, I, like I'm being a little bit more retrospective here than I think we normally are on these intro episodes. But it is because uh, the thing that I didn't mention um, is we are still scoping this out from underneath Great Gundam Project. Uh, we're doing this with M's Blessing. Um also, I'm assuming Jackson, but uh, M's the one who's more directly conveyed and also like continues to to promo us. Um, whenever I tweet about how we're doing this now, um, M is like retweeting that and directing people that way. Um, they have mentioned us on a few uh, Great Gundam Project episodes, things like that, uh, just because this is a, a Gundam that a lot of people care about um, and it's going to take them a while to get there because uh, they're just going through everything like in the order it was released, which you've been doing on your own, just independently, yeah. not listening to GGP or anything. You've just like given yourself this project. Right. This was, this my hermetic like, <laughs> Gundam watch through. Yeah. Um, which I feel like I haven't really gone back and calculated it, but I feel like for someone who listens to especially Puton and ghost divers, it's probably going to feel like I've just been watching victory forever. Because um, you have. <laughs> yeah, because, like, at least, yeah. Well, I, I tried to watch it, and then I, like, ab- abandoned it, because I just got mm-hmm. occupied with other stuff, even though I was enjoying it. And then I came back, and then the second watch through, like, I'm still not done. Um, it's just taken me a long time to to get through it, even though I really um, I really do like it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's, like, probably going back to like the first five or six episodes of ghost divers, like me talking about, yeah, I'm watching victory right now. Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> the oh, wait, year and a half so later. And it's like, yeah, you know, I'm you getting being, close. Yeah. yeah I'm watching <laughs> <laughs> getting close to, to finishing it about halfway through. <laughs> now I'm like, uh, you know, doing oh, wait, that, or, uh, iron blood <laughs> orphans. And it's like, yeah, I'm still on victory. Yeah. That will be the running joke. Even after I finish victory, I'm going to pretend I'm still watching it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um 
we're we're getting into the segment where we kind of talk about our experience with the series, and for this, I I think it's uh, apropos for us to talk about Gundam in general. Um, mm. But uh, before we we get any further, I want to do the thing where I just run through here's the episode uh, schedule. Um, this is always in the episode description for this intro episode. So people can go, I'm saying episode so much, but it, it all makes sense, but it's like getting episode. To me now. episode. Um, if you look at the description for this episode, you'll see the schedule there. You can also go to exportodio slash diving schedule. Um, and you will see like our, not just this season, but future season, uh, future seasons. And there's also another tab where you can go back and look at when episodes released for previous seasons and like what those seasons were. Um, yeah. obviously you can and see the that fu- in your podcast future, act too, but future episodes. As but well. yeah, yeah, I have the future seasons in there too. So you can see all of the episodes in order of like when each episode, like which episode comes after, you know, yeah. the order of the episodes basically. Yeah. I think the one thing is, um, it depends on your app that the podcast app that I have, whenever I do like bonus episodes, like the new year specials, they pull in and like its own little separate uh, like bonus episode thing rather than mm-hmm. like within the season that it was released in. Um, even though in like Pinecast when I'm uploading it, I put like the current season when I release those. So you can look at those to kind of see when those like the, the manga cafes that we've done as well um, have shown up. Um, but yeah, here's, here's the schedule. Um, so next episode, which will be episode two, uh, we'll be covering episodes one through six. That'll be February 17th. 2023 um all of these are going to be 2023 uh we'll then be covering episodes 7 through 13 march 3rd uh then 14 through 19 march 17th 20 through 25 march 31st um 26 through 32 so that's the start of the second season um april 14th 33 through 38 in april 28th uh or on april 20 28th uh 39th through 44th may 12th um, then the 45th through 50. So end of the series, uh, May 26th. So this is gonna be a pretty long season for us. The only other one that's rivaled or, you know, same length as this was, um, I think just the, the ghost in the shell, like the two movies, uh, also the, the like bo- weird bonus episode kind of thing that we did with the horrible Hollywood one, um, second gig, and uh, then the standalone complex movie, um, Solid State Society. Um, but yeah, and then the the question bucket will be June 9th. Um, and at this point, we have our new schedule for recording. Uh, previously, we recorded way in advance. This is the thing when I first conceived of the podcast to like build in buffer time to make sure that we'd be able to hit a regular schedule. Um, and now it's caused more problems than it fixes for me because I've just both of us are used to like regular recordings and everything. Um and I have other podcasts that get turned around way faster. Uh, we do. We have one. Pondering Puta <laughs> usually gets turned oh, yeah, around that right. night. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so because of that, it was starting to feel odd to like record something. And then like we're talking about, you know, sometimes we might talk about something of the moment. And then it's like, well, people are going to listen to this for like two, three months. Um, yeah, so it's, the way it's that- really hard to stay mindful of like when this stuff is actually coming out. Yeah. And it creates... At first, it was kind of funny that yeah. we would be like overlapping stuff. So something we talked about weeks ago, we'd be recording something like on this on a given day, 
and then making reference to something that we talked about like weeks ago. But yeah. the thing we were recording that day was going to be like heard sooner by like our, you know, the audience this, or whatever. This happened with question buckets all the time because usually yeah, we were exactly. recording the, the question bucket like in the middle of or at the end of recording the, the next season that was going to come out. So, um, yeah. But the way that it works now, um, there's still a little bit longer of a turnaround for the discussion episodes, which is when we're talking about, um, like, the actual episode. You know, here's the the um, our discussion of what happened in the show. Uh, but for this intro, it's like a week turnaround. Uh, question Bucket has always been a week. And for the, all the discussion episodes, there's a three-week turnaround. So uh, we are recording this. Still in January, we are getting close to February, um, but it won't be out until like mid-February. So we still got a little bit of a gap here. Um, you got to be a little vague about the exact date that we're recording yeah. this. You can't just yeah. come out and tell people that would um, break the illusion. I just, yeah, I just didn't even remember the, the very specific date that we were recording, but mm. um, it's January 29th, or 28th, not 29th. It will be 29th probably when we get to the end of the discussion episode. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I it, could, it could be. It yeah. could be January 29th right now. Yeah, don't know people that. don't know. Uh, could technically be February 1st. It's not. Oh, right. yeah. Well, we wouldn't do that. Yeah. That's just, that's a little too deceptive. Um. Anyway, this has been a weird digression, but. <laughs> yeah. You can't just tell people like the complete wrong month. It's one yeah. thing if you play around with the dates a little bit, but if you want we, we more have, conversations have, like this, <laughs> we do have, to we do have a moral code here. So, <laughs> um, anyway, we, let's talk about our like previous experiences with Gundam. Um, right. do you want me to go first? Do you, do you want to go first? I feel like yours is like more, uh, orderly than mine in general. Um, baby. Uh yeah, you you go first and then we'll let Okay. We'll let everyone judge who who's more orderly. Yeah. Um so, I'm fairly certain that the first Gundam that I watched was uh Wing and I watched that like back in the days when it was airing on TV. Um it was the dub obviously because it was airing on TV. Um and uh, while watching that I got some Gunpla um, didn't really understand how, like, this was back before it was super easy to just go online and find resources for how to do something like build Gunpla. Um, I'm sure you still could look stuff up online, but like, it was in that era where it's like, you're not, like, search engines aren't really there yet for that kind of thing. Um, and there's not going to be like, regular resources that we'll be talking about this stuff. You might find some like random fan page that someone's made. Mm. Um, and this is also at a time when, uh, I had like zero knowledge of Japanese. Um, I ha have like a thing. I'm going to start like trying to actually teach myself like at least basic Japanese, um, as like a concerted effort. But most of the, the Japanese I know is like through osmosis, uh, over the years. Um, and also Emily took some Japanese courses. So I have like a little bit more grounding, I think, than some people in, especially like alphabets and things like that. Um, but anyway, all of this to say, uh, I was, 
I think using scissors sometimes, like not to like take the nibs off necessarily, but like I, there's some, I think that I just like pulled out and like, you know, twisted off. Uh, I was not doing the proper things to like remove the little nibs. Um, I, I am this, positive. This is very orderly so far. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just like, I'm just kind of keeping score here. And I built a number of them and I just like, uh, had them in a, cause I was a kid at the time. Um, and so I just like had them in a box to like store them and I would like play with them like, uh, flimsy action figures. Mm-hmm. Um, I had them in there with the Bionicles. I never got into Bionicles, but like, uh, they were definitely next to, they weren't in the same box, but they were like next to the Beast Wars Transformers. Um, for sure okay yeah awesome they were i remember they were down in the basement which is also where the legos were um Mm. but anyway um as i started getting a little bit older um there there are a few things that i watch most of so like uh once i reached that point most of what i was watching was what was like actively showing especially on adult swim that's the um anime stuff that i watched the most back then um, and then sometimes when I would visit to go see, um, my grandparents, uh, in the Chicago area, um, my Oma and Opa, there was a, like kind of near the suburbs where they lived there, there was, uh, this like video rental shop that I am positive was primarily renting out bootlegs, just given like Cause it was all, it was like a, a, you know, Japanese video rental shop. And so I'd go in there. Um, it was always unclear to what degree, like, is this going to have subtitles? Is this going to have dub or is it literally just going to be like Japanese audio, no subtitles? Um, I never knew. Um, there's like VHS and then this was also getting in the era of DVD. So there are DVD stuff as well. Um, there's something that I, I, I'm still, I'm positive that it was probably like now that I've gotten through, uh, the like up to Shars Counterattack Universal Century stuff, um, I'm positive that what I got was probably a movie and it was probably one of the movies made from the original series because I remember Shar in it and it wasn't, now that I've seen like, more recently, Shars counterattack. It wasn't like firing the same. The part that it did fire is that that uh, video shop uh, played the ending theme from Shars counterattack all the time, and I never even knew it was a Gundam thing. Um, and then it was like happening at the end of the movie. Um, anyway, through that, I did watch um, subtitled uh, War in the Pocket and Oath MS Team. Um, and so for, for a long time, it was basically, I saw wing and then it was the, those two OVAs, um, was like my knowledge of Gundam. Um, and then when I got a little bit older, uh, around the time that iron blooded orphans came out, um, I watched through it. This was after the second season was out. Um, and I watched through both seasons. Then I watched OAF MS Team again because I remembered really liking that when I saw it when I was younger. Um, people can go listen to our season about it for more impressions about how I felt. Um, but I would say, I, mean, I think at the time I was just struck by the like first half where there's like the lot of um, strategic, like where are people positioned on the battlefield kind of stuff um, that I thought was just like interesting for watching robot f- 
fights. Um, and now just like overall, I think I'm not as impressed with the season, but, uh, or with, you know, that OVA. Oh, eight. Yeah. Oh, eight. I think our, our podcasts on it are great, but, um, and then fairly recently, um, so what I'm trying to remember exactly when this started. I can actually look this up. Um, cause I have this pulled up right now. Um, if I like check my, so, uh, October of last year, October 16th, um, I just decided that I was going to, Oh, before this, I, there was a point where I started watching along with great Gundam project. Um, so, uh, the turn a season was really good. And I was like, I should watch turn a. Um, I didn't watch along with it. I just listened to the podcast. Um, I started listening along to the podcast, uh, after 08th MS team had released, but like with 08th MS team going forward. Um, and the turn a stuff, I was like, this sounds really good. I should watch turn a Gundam. Um, at this point I was starting to build Gunpla as well and getting like more interested in the robot side of things, which previously I had not been super interested in. Um, like the actual, like what do the robots look like? Um, and I primarily got into building the Gunpla from, um, Ray Earth. It was announced that they were going to do motoroids of the, the rune gods. And I was like, well, I really want to get those and build those, but I've never built robot models. And I don't want my first to be like my three favorite robots ever. Um, and so I got some stuff from iron blooded orphans, some of those kits. Cause I heard they were pretty good as well. Um, and I think they're like the, the high grades all have like some actual internal skeleton, which is not true for a lot of high grades. Um, and so I do think they're, they're pretty good kits, but I've built a number of those. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, decided to start watching turn a after finishing the turn a season. Um, and then I've been watching along with the podcast since then, which means that means that I've watched seed, uh, which is really bad. Gundam seed is bad. There's a couple things that I like wish that it did interesting stuff with, but it, it's too cowardly to, um, and hates women too much to actually like say anything interesting about what it's doing with its female characters. Um, and then, uh, watch through all of SD Gundam force with my, my toddler, with my, uh, you know, fairly young child. Uh, and my, my kid has gotten very into Gundam stuff from that, uh, specifically Zaku's, kid loves Zaku's and also just like the classic granddaddy Gundam, um, refers to as captain Gundam, but, um, and now I'm watching, uh, <laughs> that's good. Now I'm watching, um, see destiny and I have to watch all of it because I did, uh, agree to do the final episode of see destiny with great Gundam project. So that'll be after we've gotten all the, through all of IBO. Um, I'm happy to have like IBO, uh, you know, complete. Um, but yeah, so it was a combo of that. It was like, I was watching turn a and getting really excited about Gundam. Um, also I think around that time was the very start of which for Mercury, which I still haven't finished. I need to do that soon. Um, but, uh, so like with which from, uh, Mercury and then also turn a, I was like pretty excited about Gundam. Um, and independently, um, I used to have a Funimation account and there was the, the Crunchyroll buyout, uh, or actually 
Funimation bought Crunchyroll, but basically they're pushing you to Crunchyroll the service because it has like better brand recognition and more members. Um, and so they gave me like a free like two months or something of Crunchyroll, or maybe it was just a month. Um, but I was like, well, I'll try it out. But while I'm doing that, to get the most of it, I should just finally get over myself and my like resistance to watching dubs most of the time and just watch some dubbed anime. Um, and I was like, if I watch Mobile Suit Gundam dubbed right now, I will watch it right now. If I watch it subbed, it's going to fall in after a bunch of other Gundam, like anime in general, but also Gundam. Like I'm probably going to watch Wing before it because I just want to revisit the show that's the first Gundam I ever watched. Um, so anyway, I, I started watching it and I finished it in like two weeks, I think. Yeah, two weeks. Um, and then I watched through all of Zeta dubbed. Um, and then Double Zeta does not have a dub. So my, my pace slowed down considerably. I think I watched through all of Zeta dubbed in like a week and a half or something or like a week. Yeah. It I remember wild. you went really fast. Yeah. Um, I just chewed through it. it. I was also at a point with my, my day job, um, where it was a lot of like busy work or it was very easy to have like something on in the background, um, and be watching it. So I just absolutely chewed through Zeta. Um, and then I, I watched through Double Zeta. I, I loved Double Zeta. Um, and after that, watch Shars Counterattack. People can go uh, listen to the Ornate Stairwells episode that I did with my friend Autumn, where uh, it's the Skinamarink episode, but we also talk about Shars Counterattack on there. And also Double Zeta. Um, I've also talked about Double Zeta multiple times with you. And also like the other series that I've watched on uh, Pondering Puton as well as a few around the long fire with them. It's kind of just permeated podcasts that I'm recording recently. So, um, but yeah, I'm still watching through turn a while we're starting iron blooded orphans. I'm watching through seed destiny. Um, I'm going to finish which from mercury pretty soon. Cause I don't want that also looming as I'm watching iron blooded orphans. Um, and I did also start the dub of G Gundam. So I'm just like tearing mm. through Gundam now. <laughs> Um, I have the goal of like 50 more episodes to watch. Yeah. Uh, I have the goal of like catching up with great Gundam project by the end of this year, by, by, you know, uh, January 1st of 2024, I will be caught up. That's my plan. We'll see if I hit it, but that's my plan. Um, oh, also in all of this watching, uh, I rewatched war in the pocket. Um, because uh, Autumn of Ornate Stairwells likes to watch it every like Thanksgiving, Christmas time, like in that period between. Uh, so we ended up watching it together. So it's only six episodes. It's easy to do. Um, I think that's all the Gundam that I've watched. I mean, that's still a lot. And it's <laughs> it, a lot of yeah, it within the last like three or four months. Just I would say really, at this point, you're yeah. probably <laughs> firmly in the upper 10th percentile of the population. Yeah, um, I mean, I've probably, watched SD probably Gundam higher Force. Than that. A, a lot of people have not watched SD Gundam Force. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we just like include the whole world's population, you're you've got to be in the top like one percentile. Yeah, um, so, so that's pretty I, pretty good achievement. I feel like that got kind of chaotic. W- would you say <laughs> it wasn't chaotic? It was. I followed. I followed you perfectly. Um, yeah. Of course, I kn- I know all of that. Um, it wasn't. It but wasn't it's not for like. Me. It wasn't like orderly though. There was so many. It was pretty orderly. It was, it was pretty orderly. I have, my, I have, to, I've got the scorecard right here. I was yeah. keeping score. 
Um, I guess you had to finish about, out you my lost thing. about five points and you you got about like twelve. So you're okay. you're a good seven right now. Yeah. Uh, I guess I I will finish out with saying. Um, so I watched through uh all of Iron Blooded Orphans like right around when um the second season came out and stuff. I then rewatched all of it. Um when my my child was born and uh like right after my kid was born uh both me and my wife took parental leave um and then i went back to work while she took the rest of her her parental leave um and then i took parental leave at that point just to like maximize the amount of time before we had to to find childcare. um in all of that uh, a, a big thing that happened is especially like when an infant is very young um, and, and is not at the point where you can start teaching them how to sleep on their own. Uh, they often like desperately need you to sleep. Um, and one thing is like we, we are doing the safe sleep where you're like not having them sleep in bed with you. Um, that can sometimes help for like parental sleep as well. Um, but a, a thing that would happen is that sometimes, uh, I would let the kid sleep on me and then I would watch anime, which meant that like that, uh, those like month, I, I, I guess it was like two months, um, that I was on parental leave. Uh, I just watched through all of Iron Bladed Orphans as well as some other anime, but, um, yeah, I rewatched all of it. So this is my third watch through for this series. Um, and when I start getting into Gunpla, uh, I just want to run through the suits that I've built from this show. Um, a lot of these, I, I'll call out, I guess, like roughly when they might show up. Um, so the first one that I built was Grimgaard. Um, this is honestly one of the coolest looking suits to me. Uh, this is still one of my favorite suits just in terms of like how like a, a robot looks. Um, it's a cool suit. Um, it's going to show up like in the, in the second half of the first season, uh, we're, we're not going to see it for a little bit. Um, but I'll call it out when we get to it. Um, then I got, um, first I got Amidas Hyakuren and I also around the same time got the regular Hyakuren. Uh, this is because I also like the, the like main pilot that you'll see in episode seven, um, Azzy, who, who pilots the Hyakuren. Uh, but this is my lesson in if you buy like uh, a base model and then a custom model uh, for the, the gunplay kits, it's kind of boring because it's the exact same build. It's just like different colored plastic. <laughs> uh, and some like slight pieces might be different. Um, but uh, I do love both of the characters. I, I love uh, Azzy and I also love Amida. We're going to meet both of them in episode seven. Um, so that for those of you listening now, it'll be, you know, two episodes from now. Um, then after that, I got the Hyakuri, which despite having a very similar name is a significantly different suit. Uh, it's a fucking weirdo suit. It's, it's very bizarre. Um, I do like it a lot for just how strange of a suit it is. Um, and this is also piloted by like a member of the same team as, uh, Amida and Ozzy named, um, laughter. So we're going to meet here soon as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I have all three of them. I have them like posed together. Uh, it makes me happy to see them all together. So I'm glad that I, I got the two 
uh, Hyakuren's, even if the, the second build was kind of boring. Um, then a little bit later, I, the first master grade that I ever built was Gundam Barbados, uh, which like episode one, you already see of the show. Um, this is the Gundam of the show. Um, then, uh, after that, uh, so for Yule, uh, not like this last year, but a year before, um, Emily got me the one, 100, uh, full mechanic scale of the Schwalb Graz. Um, I also like the suit a lot. It's, I think kind of in a similar vein of the Grim Garda in terms of like some of the lines. Um, it's not quite as cool, but I like the, like, there's like these big, long kind of, uh, shield things on the, the thighs that have like sharp points going back that I think is cool. Um, and this in the first six episodes you see, uh, it's kind of the, there's like the, the grays is the, um, almost like the Zaku of the series and the, the Schwab grace is like the slightly stepped up, um, you know, for, uh, leaders for commanders. Yeah. Yeah. For like captains. Um, and so those are all the ones that I've currently built. Uh, the one that I have waiting in the wings is the Reagan laws, Julia, which we're not going to get to until season two of the show. Uh, but it's a sweet suit. It's, it's got a lot of the stuff that I like with other suits from, from iron blooded orphans, uh, like some of the design elements from this series that I enjoy a lot. Uh, and it has two weird whip swords. So, um, I'm excited to build it, but, uh, yeah, those are all the gunplay I've built. Good to know that the whip swords are going to, uh, make an appearance in IBO yeah. at some point. Yeah. Um, um okay. Turn it yeah, over to you. That was, yeah, <laughs> that was good. Um, when you, when you finally segued into the part where you talk about your experience with IBO that earned you a few more points and then the gunpla that knocked one point off. So I think yeah. you're at like nine now. Okay. Um, in terms of orderliness. Yeah. Uh, for me, so, you know, obviously we've both talked about our experiences with Gundam at length, like previously, um, especially on 08th MS, the um, 08th MS episodes. Um, yeah. But uh, for the people who, who may not have heard those yet or who may be new to, to Ghost Divers, um, I would say I'm a pretty big fan of Gundam. Um, I think my first experience with Gundam, uh, similar to you, uh, was watching it on like Cartoon Network or whatever. Uh, yeah. Which we talked, we talked about when we were doing 08th, um, we were speculating about what it might be because I don't have a great memory of like what I actually watched. Um, but it was just like on either like before or after, football practice and i always watch cartoon network so i'd always see it it could have been like different um like gundam series for all i remember um but given timing it probably was wing um i've just never verified it because i refuse to like look anything up um part of my like obsessive hermetic gundam watch through is like i won't expose myself to any <laughs> anything out of chronology um except when just, i like force you yeah well yeah, doing, ghost, yeah exactly um unless it's for ghost divers reasons um and we're actually like covering something i, I won't 
yeah. just go and look something up because I'm like, I'm going to delay the gratification of like until I work my way to Gundam Wing and then I start watching Gundam Wing and I'm like, oh yeah, this is what I watched as a child. Um, so it's still like, I'm not sure what I was even watching, but that was probably it, the first Gundam stuff. Do, do you remember what year it was roughly? <clears throat> um, what, what's the year range here? You're asking me to do, to do math, which is yeah, I am a, a well documented uh, deficiency. Um, I guess it would have been like <laughs> uh, at the at that time I was probably like let's see, like early two thousands, like two thousand to two thousand five range, probably. Okay, so yeah, like uh, maybe like yeah, two thousand three, oh oh three oh four oh five. Maybe like, yeah, a little after that. Um, God, it, let me let me let me just like it would be so funny. I'm just looking at it because they show Gundam Seed. They showed in 2004. It would be so funny if it was Gundam Seed. <laughs> I mean, it could it could have been like again. I don't yeah. really remember. Um, I just have like vague, vague like images. Um, I don't even yeah. remember like characters or storylines or anything or specific Gundams. Um, although like if I saw it, if I saw the right thing from the show, I probably would be able to like confirm that that's what it was. But um, I don't really yep. expect to ever remember. Um, yeah. But I'm like excited for the possibility that in the course of watching through all of this Gundam that one day I will just encounter it and be like, oh, my God, <laughs> this is it. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm awaiting that future possibility. The thing is, uh, so like we've talked about that when you get through, when you get to turn a Gundam in your watch through, we're going to do it on the podcast, mostly just because I want to be along for the ride, uh, as you're experiencing it for the first time. That's like really the reason why we're going to do it. Um, is that I just enjoy seeing your reactions to things uh, and talking to you about stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I think we'll necessarily be able to bring anything that like great Gundam project didn't already cover. Right. Um, but uh, we, we would never do Gundam seed on this podcast. Cause I, I think I would just be too like it. Like I would just be too disappointed and like not having fun to, to make it a, a good podcast experience. Uh, but part of me is like, Man, when Connor gets to Gundam Seed, I just want to see like, because of all the people I know, you are often the one who's like the the most willing to just really take a work for like what it's trying to do and where it's at and like um, trying to like appraise it on its terms. And I just want to see that run up against Gundam Seed, which I think <laughs> is just a a really that poorly bad, constructed huh? show. I think it's just, I think like. <clears throat> The construction of the show is bad. Like the writing is just bad, you know. Mm, yeah. Um. Anyway, it'll it'll yeah. be fun. <laughs> well, when I get there, I will be sure to um give you everything in excruciating detail. I'll give yeah. you like my blow by blow reactions. <laughs> You'll just be like live texting me as you watch exactly. every episode. Yeah. Yeah, live texting. That's that's a. Mm-hmm. It's like live tweeting, except for people who don't tweet and who only talk to one person at yeah. a time. Um, <laughs> you would never live. You would never live tweet anything. <laughs> Probably not. 
Um, I'll never say never, but it, I can't imagine a scenario where I would be doing that. Um, so anyway, okay. So I watched some Gundam as like, you know, 13 year old or whatever, 12, 11, um, whatever time that was. Yeah. And, uh, I, I remember like enjoying it. Uh, and then some time passed and I think the next Gundam thing that I, I actually engaged with was the dynasty warriors Gundam games, um, which were great. They're probably the best dynasty warriors games. Yeah. Um, and if you, so again, this is like, you know, my recollection, so it may be imperfect. Um, but I'm pretty sure that the Dynasty Warriors Gundam games are like just taking all of the characters and Gundams and like from all of these different series and just like smashing them together into, you know, it's a Dynasty Warriors narrative. Uh, yeah. So it's not, it's already kind of on shaky ground. And then it's, but it's like a complete incoherent mess, um, but a really fun one. Yeah. It like makes no sense, but it's just like everything is thrown at the wall in, in a fun way. Um, and you get to do Dynasty Warriors fighting with with Gundams, and that's yeah, that's great. Uh, um, I I always um, like it just to a slightly different degree, but I think it's like kind of in that same space. Uh, Super Robot Wars, Super Robot Wars gets even wider with the net. Like it's not just Gundam, um, but. Yeah, where just it's like kind of just like, everything in there. Yeah, like there, I mean, there's I, a super. I like that. Yeah, there's a super robot wars that has uh, Ray Earth in it. Um, okay, yeah, that's that's cool. Um. So yeah, so Dynasty Warriors Gundam, and then uh, I think the next thing that I saw was War in the Pocket, which I probably watched around uh, high school time because it was recommended to me um, by a friend, and then I watched that and I enjoyed it. Um, but never was, I wasn't really into Gundam at that point. Yeah. And then I think the big turning point was, um, I think probably around 2018 was when this happened and I can't remember why, but I just got interested in Gundam and I was like, well, the only way that makes sense to me to like get into this thing is to just watch through it in chronological order. Um, so I like started doing that. And, you know, I wasn't uh, aware of GGP at, at the time. Uh, yeah. But I, I'm glad that they, I feel very validated that uh, that they had the same idea um, because it makes me feel like, yeah, it was this was a good idea. Uh, so I watched First Gundam and then Zeta and then Double Zeta pretty quickly, um, like one after the other, and really enjoyed it. Um, didn't talk to anyone about it, uh, except I think eventually, you know, now, you know, a lot of my thoughts on like high level thoughts on it. Um, yeah. but yeah, really, uh, enjoyed all of that stuff. And I'm still, um, really into the UC Gundam stuff. Um, over time I've watched up to victory, which, you know, we've been joking about. I'm not done with victory yeah. yet. I'm still working my way through that. Um, but I've watched everything up to that. And then, um, oh, uh, 08th MS team. So we covered 08th MS team. But in the course of covering it, 
like the thing that might happen to me with Gundam whatever in the future where I remember that I watched it like that actually happened with O8th MS team so at some point yeah I, I've like forgotten this in the course of giving this explanation at some point I also watched O8th MS team or like portions of it and I completely forgot it and then remembered that I had when we started watching it for Ghost Divers um, so I've watched like I watched a little bit years ago and then you know in I think 2020 is when we did 08th um, or maybe yeah whatever yeah mm. 2020 I watched or 2021 or whatever I watched 08th MS team um, yeah. and yeah we had a lot of thoughts on that and those are all um documented in the those episodes which i think we're um i'm i'm proud of this i think we did a good job yeah. on that show uh and so we've now we've been watching you know, it right at the beginning of 2021 the episodes the first episode came out in march but okay we would have yeah been watching so it might have been January right at the start yeah. um but i am glad that we uh segueing now more t- to like anticipating our discussion of ibo uh, I am glad that we, A, that we covered 08th on Ghost Divers, uh, because it gives us, I think it gave us a chance to, like, establish a kind of um, dialogue around Gundam stuff. So we have a, a lot of, like, a, a framework and, um, like, something to, to reference. Like, a lot of, like, language and um, themes that are really important to to Gundam. Um, yeah. We, we, like, established uh, and we can now, like, reference back to. And then now, like, you know, now that you've watched a lot of the UC stuff, which is more of my wheelhouse. Um, yeah. And it's we also have that as well. Far more than OAS MS team. Like, uh, especially up through Shara's counterattack. I mean, I know there's some stuff later on, like, um, I think there's some stuff from a few other series that like IBO references that, uh, seed, uh, takes and has nothing to say about it. It just uses the, the iconography for a second, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, stuff like that. But like so much of, uh, Gundam that comes after like universal century is taking as its primary blueprint, the, the, you know, uh, 0079, the, the first Gundam series, uh, Zeta, Double Zeta, and Shars Counterattack. That's like, you know. Yeah. And that's so many of the troops of like, you're going to have like a Shar who will at some point wear a mask and at some point might be like, uh, cool, but like possibly living a double life or some, you know, the, it gets yeah. remixed in different ways. But, um, the Shar Quattro stuff like comes up constantly. Uh, lots of things come up. You know, even though uh, Universal Century basically is the only existence of new types beyond, like, I think one other series that specifically talks about it uh, that's not, like, directly in that timeline, um, the idea of, like, what a new type is still, like, permeates how other, like, Seed has coordinators as, like, a weird new type analog that, again, it uh, mixes and bungles and doesn't really know what to do with and kind of just turns it into a weird race war is happening thing but anyway um yeah yeah you see it's like so foundational to to gundam that i was intentionally trying to get the shards counter attack before we got to iron blooded orphans 
Yeah. And I will say in advance, like, you know, I've explained the like extent of my Gundam viewing up till now. Um, it is still, you know, there's so much Gundam. It is still limited. I think, especially from the perspective of, um, people who listen to GGP and people who are like really, um, deeper into Gundam than, than I am. Um, so I'm conscious of the fact that, again, all this Gundam stuff is going to be uh, in dialogue with, you know, itself and uh, prior Gundam series. Um, IBO is obviously an extensive dialogue, um, at least at least with the UC stuff, um, which I know we'll talk about at length. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm conscious of the fact that I will, like, miss uh reference points or touch and probably important touchstones um between UC and IBO um that IBO is also in dialogue with I'm sure um but nonetheless uh after watching at the point where we're recording this now I've watched episodes 1 through 6 of IBO um and I already feel very confident that uh it is heavily in dialogue uh, with uh, a, a very long list of um, like themes and symbols that are prominent in UC um, and doing interesting and pr- seeming to be doing interesting and like productive things um, in that dialogue. So I'm really excited. Um, again, I'm ep- six episodes in, uh, so you never know how things are going to turn. I think we learned that lesson with 08th. Um, but I'm excited by what I've seen so far. And I think from the hints you've given me, uh, that you esteem this show pretty highly. Um, I'm optimistic that it's not going to suddenly disappoint me, but yeah, I guess we'll see. (laughs) Yeah. uh, To we'll, we'll obviously talk more about specific things when we get to the actual discussion episode. Um, but I think this might be the first time that you have ever texted me after watching the first episode of a series that we're doing for Ghost Divers to tell me that you think that this is going to be a good season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, it's a lot of we've also covered a lot of stuff that we've like both are that I've already watched or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I mean, it, we've had stuff that you you, you haven't watched before. You that's know. true yeah yeah um but it is the first time you're right um yeah and there i i was pretty enthusiastic after episode one so um <laughs> yeah i'm excited uh, to, did that to enthusiasm hold out we will we will see next time <laughs> <laughs> jump to jump to our uh, our final episode to find out yeah no don't um, do that please please listen to, <laughs> to all of our episodes <laughs> Um, I mean, even with episode two, like next time people will know if that held to episode two. Um, yeah, I think my episode, episode three, two, episode like, three I fucking is so hate this good. show. I've, it's still like, I haven't seen any more of it. It's just like the yeah. 30 minutes from now. I've just, we're recording episode two and I'm like, yeah, I've, actually, I fucking hate this. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think through. So the, the only non-universal century series you've seen is Gundam Wing. And that was, uh, 
a while ago where you probably don't remember it, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Well, if Wing's the one that you saw, I guess. Right? That's, <laughs> right. that's the yeah. mystery one. Maybe it was Seed. Maybe. So whatever you watched it, that could have been outside. But like within like recent, you remember it. You, you have just seen Universal Century stuff, basically, I think. Correct. Um, yeah. Um, I haven't seen Gundam X, uh, but I listened to all of the GGP episodes on it. So I have a little bit of an idea of, of what's happening there. It sounds, it sounds good. It sounds interesting. Um, I know GGP, uh, they like go to bat for it because nobody else fucking watches it. Um, and they think it's like one of the only ones that they've seen that isn't universal century. That's actually trying to, um, one of the things that's not Tomino that's actually trying to like engage with Tomino ideas. Um, I guess is probably the, the most fair way to say it. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, I've seen Witch for Mercury, IBO, um, and Seed, un- unfortunately, on that last point. <laughs> as well as Gundam I'm excited. Wing, but I, I need to accelerate remember. my pace so I can get to yeah. this disaster of a show you're talking about. Oh, oh my God. Uh, the thing is, the current... So I've built a bunch of Gunpla that's not Iron-Blooded Orphans as well. Um, I still have Waiting... Uh, the, I have the perfect grade unleashed RX 78 two, the, you know, the granddaddy Gundam. Um, I'm excited to start building that. Um, I wanted to get through some of my backlog first. So I, uh, first I built the Alfreth, which is from, um, of like my back, whatever. I don't need to run through all my backlog, but I'm currently building one. You don't need to talk about your Gunpla again. I, I just want to say I'm currently building (laughs) one that is from Gundam Sea Destiny to try to give me any sort of joy from like have like watching through that show week by week right now. Uh, I want like something to make me care where like it's still fun to build the gunpla. Um, the very first thing it has you do is build the like the torso and like you do the cockpit and like literally like the the fourth like third or fourth piece that you're supposed to like clip out of the runners uh, is the character Kigali and I just like uh, sadly stared at her because. I, I like this character. The show hates her. <laughs> the show hates her. Like, it, it's bizarre how much the show hates its own character. But anyway, um, I feel like we're done here. We, do you have more <laughs> stuff before we wrap this up? Oh, uh, no, I'm good. You sure, you sure you don't have anything, anything left? Um, no. Okay. I just need yeah. more... I, I know lots of people who are watching GGP who know my pain, but I just need more people to know my pain. Uh, <laughs> see, oh, yeah, I, I think I know it. I think I know it now. <sighs> I will know it a lot um, better when uh, when I watch the, the show, apparently. Yeah. Um, but however long that takes me. Um. Anyway, uh, if we're wrapped up here, um, so next time, we're going to be watching episodes one through six. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping here. It, so one of the things that we were doing with pre- previous seasons, uh, this didn't always work when a season would run long. We couldn't like do the full scope of it. Um, but we would sort of do like, uh, I would try and do a content warning for like the entire series. I would, I would write up a bunch of stuff and I would put it at the end of the intro episode. So people kind of know what to get into. Um, there's some stuff that I can hit on that I know is going to be coming in the future. Uh, and I might talk about that a little bit when we I'll like, we'll record a little content warning thing here. Uh, but part of this new format is that basically at the end of every episode, I will try to cover some content warnings for the episodes for, for next time. 
um, just so that people are like, can, can at least decide if they want to keep watching as part of that. Um, but this time I'll also try and cover a few other things that, that I remember, like big things that I remember coming up in the show. Um, if you, Connor, if you don't want the, the spoilers that could be from that, I'm fine with like you, uh, when we get to that, you stop recording and go take your bathroom break and I record and whatever. Um, okay. But yeah, yeah we you're can really do it that giving, way if you want. You're really giving people a, a peek inside our recording process here. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, but the other thing is that uh, at the end of our, every episode, before we do all the plugs and stuff, uh, we should call out um, works cited in like the, the episode that we are recording, and then I'll try and edit it in here. But since we're recording both this intro and the first discussion episode back to back, did you bring any works to cite, Connor? We can, uh, just do this, we can do this one live. Okay. So far, no, no work cited. Um, I will try to go back and re-edit the, the intro episodes. I won't put in stuff here in the, the audio because that's too much work. Um, but like, I will put in the intro episode any work cited that are going to show up later on. Um, just so for future people listening to this, they can still easily access that and see and get those resources if they want to. Um, this is a thing that we like did way too heavily for our very first season. And then we kind of dropped it, but I still want to provide some space because we do occasionally bring works. So um, I think we settled into, I'm just going to comment on this because I was thinking about it earlier. Um, I think we figured out really quickly that what made sense for us was like the work cited and theory and stuff. Bringing that in is definitely like, a resource that we utilize. Um, yeah. But I think we're very like, we quickly became pretty um, like deliberate about it. Uh, yeah. And I think at this point we only bring it in if it like really, really, really like makes sense and opens up or like is a really productive framework. Um, like directly yeah. for um, talking about the show, like in the depth that we want to. Um, yes. So yeah, like, like uh, some, some big ex- examples is like bringing in Christopher and objection when we talked about Evangelion. Yeah. Um, which I'm going to tell you, like that could be coming back. Yeah. For IBM. Yeah. We could talk about that <laughs> some more. It's definitely but going I, on in this show. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, like I don't like s- spoiler alert for our discussion. Like, I don't really particularly want to like re like reuse that point, but it's yeah. definitely there uh, in IBM. Um, so yeah, I'm just gonna we, call we can that maybe out focus right on it less, but also call it out and point people to our, our Ava series. Um, yeah, the the funniest one to me is me thinking that we're I wasn't gonna have any work cited for um, Paranoid Agent, and then for our, our our second and final discussion episode, um, I brought like a a big thing about a specific rise of uh, a specific form of like thinking about uh, culture and media that rose during World War II around Japanese fascism, um, and this like idea of overcoming modernity and how. Uh, you know, paranoia agent is engaging in like some of this like far right Japanese thought and trying to figure out what it's doing with that. Um, cause that's a show that's like deeply, 
steeped in the idea of overcoming modernity in this like fascist sense. Um, anyway, um, yeah, that was still the funniest one to me. Yeah. That one was funny. Cause when you brought it in, I was like, um, I don't, this like, this isn't seeming to be directly related, but then it was like the perfect pivot point for our discussion. And like, all of the like it completely pivoted the discussion to like a lot of conclusions that I felt like were really um, insightful. So yeah, yeah, that one that one also worked out <laughs> great. <laughs> um, but yeah, so no, we're excited yet. Um, next time, come back. We'll be discussing uh, in two weeks, episodes one through six. Uh, also, if you have uh, questions for us for a question bucket, we, we will get to those when we get to the very end of the series. So it'll be many months from now. Um, but if you have some now, feel free to send them in already. Uh, you can send them to ghostdiverspod at gmail.com. Uh, just put like IBO or Gundam or Iron-Blooded Orphan, just something in the, the subject line so it's easy for me to find uh, months from now. Um I do try to keep it organized, but it still helps me out. Uh, please go to exportaudio.io. That'll take you to the Patreon for the network. Um, one, if you go there, you'll, you'll see a list of a bunch of podcasts and uh, links to the the free feeds for them. Uh, but also, if you if you sign up and become a patron for $1, you get early access to a number of shows. Um not this show, although I was thinking about it, we could possibly do it for like discussion episodes, but I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll think about it. We'll, I think if we do it, we'll do it after IBO. Um, I want to like have some more time to think on it before we, we commit to doing something like that. But um, yeah, you get early access to Pondering Puton which is a podcast that you and I do uh, where we give ourselves a time limit because we fucking need it sometimes. Mm. Um, God, yeah. <laughs> we've been going for an hour for this one we thought might be short. Yeah, no, no true um, words. Yeah. Um, but it's funny. It's We we were reading through the Kumarati High School manga um, and sometimes talk about it, but usually it's just kind of a, a strange comedy hangout podcast. Um we have a way that we just like fall into a weird humor bit patter uh, that I think is just part of how we hang out, but it's, it's still uh, what that show is. It's kind of it's, us. It's doing comedy. comedy. Yeah. yeah uh, with, like, M, with M described but... it uh, on a, there's an elf where we went really long and we were just chatting about different things. Um, and cause I always talk about it as like my low effort show. Like, I just show up. I've just read the comic. <laughs> yeah. I don't really, yeah. sometimes I'll have a, a, a bit like a funny idea that I came up with earlier that day. That's just in that's my That's a head. good way to but sell like, our podcast. It's, yeah, it's but low like, effort. We don't plan anything. Like it's, it's, it's low effort for the listener too. It's improv, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's what we're doing on that is improv. But, uh, Emma's was like, it's just hard for me to believe because if you told me that like you and Connor are like, not like script out everything, but you're like, here's the beats that we need to hit at like around 10 minutes. We need to like switch over to this. And like, here's the thing that we should be like talking about when the timer goes off. Uh, they would believe it. <laughs> um, yeah. Cause it just, it feels so much more high effort than like other hangouts podcasts, but it's just how we are. We're just like, this. yeah. Um, we record stuff sometimes. And I'm like afterwards, I'm like, how did that happen? Yeah. 
uh, how, how, did we, how did we is, is yeah. part of how that podcast exists is we are drift sure. compatible uh, um but you'll also get early access to uh ornate stairwells which i mentioned earlier it's a podcast that i do with autumn where we watch their movies and talk about them and we talk about literally every movie that we watch that week so sometimes it's very long um also, uh, if you give $5, you get early access to a bunch of stuff. You get, uh, or $1, you get early access to other stuff. Um, like, now I'm completely drawing a blank on, I'm trying to like, oh, Gotham City Limits. Is it? I'm like, let me think through the calendar. Gotham City Limits. It's um, Coffee and Comic Books at Patreon. Coffee, coffee and Comic Books, uh, is one of the ones where you get exclusive bonus episodes. Okay. Um, uh, hot singles, uh, you get early on the Patreon. Um, part of my franchise is early. Um, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and then for $5, you get, um, exclusive access to, uh, bonus episodes of coffee and comic books. And sometimes it's a situation like, um, in February, they've been going through the manga Billy Bat and the first two were free episodes. And then the second two this month, um, are, uh, Patreon exclusives. So sometimes in order to get the full discussion, you kind of, you got to do the $5. Go do it. It's a great podcast. Um, Coffee and comic books is exceptional. So uh, Rick just reads so many comics. So every episode is incredible. Um, and then you also get pop town funk uh, where autumn and Nora roll a random Funko pop and then have to watch something from that media franchise, um, which is really just a good setup to make yourself watch a lot of MCU movies as, Autumn in particular does not like the MCU. Uh, so it's kind of just like a, a podcast of pain for them. Uh, <laughs> but they still have fun. Somehow, still have fun doing somehow I like this entire time I had been thinking that Autumn does like the MCU. No. So I'm glad that I like, I'm not even joking right now. I actually, yeah. Like I, I just thought, <laughs> I just thought that and I'm glad that I like learned otherwise before I, um, made an Autumn unfortunate comment to, at comic some books and enjoys a number of Marvel characters, I think, but is not like the MCU is like a film thing that is destroying okay. cinema currently. Um, <laughs> Got it. Uh, also, I'm just going to call out my other podcast around the long fire, uh, which I do with M from abnormal mapping from great Gundam project uh we're reading through icelandic sagas um when you listen to this we are currently reading through njal saga also known as brand new njal saga or just njala um it's one of the longest and it's like a true classic um it's it's great we're having a, a blast and uh usually we'll talk about the saga and then for like the same amount of time sometimes even more we will just shoot the shit at the end of the episode so um it's a great even if you're not reading along, I think there's a lot of good things to pull from, from that podcast. So highly recommend it. Um, those are all of my plugs. I wanted to do like really do the spiel this time, you know, cause we got like mm-hmm. new people. This is the start of a new season. Um, well, there's new podcasts on, um, I mean, some of these like coffee and comic books are still relatively new. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of like interesting stuff, good content, on yeah. the network right now that is worthy of promoting. I know also, um, so there was, uh, 
it, they they finished reading through all the books, um, all the Tolkien books. Uh, it's called Back End Book Club. But I, I think pretty soon they're going to start doing like the the movie ones where they're going to watch through a bunch of the, the film adaptations. Um, and I don't remember if those are – I'm assuming they'll at least be uh, a week early if you're a $1 patron. But there might even be some that are $5 exclusives or maybe they all are. I don't know. Worth looking into. Worth signing up. Um, anyway, you can follow the podcast at Ghost Divers Pod on Twitter or just at Ghost Divers on co-host. Uh, you can find me at Fox Momnia on Twitter and co-host. Uh, where can people find you and all of your great uh, live tweet threads of everything that you are watching, Connor? Yeah, um, I live tweet all the MCU movies on Twitter um, at Rebelies, R-E-B-B-L-E-A-I-S. And uh, also on co-host, um, yeah. So it's it's been good. Yeah, Twitter's great if you want the like live post of you doing it. But then you do do this like wonderful thing where you compile all of your tweets at the end of like watching a show or a movie or you know with the MCU, uh, and then you like will do a post on co-host with it. It's fantastic. I the like amount of work that you do in the presentation um, is exceptional. So I just want to call that out, praise that. Yeah, I'm very thorough. Yeah. I've done all of the um, um I've done all of the so, so far in the MCU, I have done all of the um the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. And I mean, those are um, the good ones. That's yeah. So I've done yeah. those and uh Yeah, that's so, so far that's all I've got. Um but I'm making pretty good progress, I'd say. I'm, get, I'm getting like close to halfway through most of the yeah. MCU movies. Um, um, so, yeah, be wow. sure to follow me on that and just check all that out. Now it's time for our iconic sign-off, uh, which, of course, comes from <laughs> one of the movies that you live-tweeted. We've always been standing in your door. No, actually, we just normally say goodbye. Bye! Class dismissed. Alright, I'm I'm gonna stop.
episode, uh, which will be episodes one through six of uh, the show. Definitely content warnings for uh, blood, violence, um, death, some kind of gore, more implied gore, uh, but you do see some. Um, This includes both in mech combat uh, and also between humans, um, and will continue throughout the series. um, And, you know, the first six episodes, are, I think, are representative of the series, but there, there might be parts that get a little bit more extreme. So uh, if you have difficulty with those first six episodes, um, you know, it's definitely something to, to think about as well going forward. Uh, there's also stuff around uh, bodies, um, implants, and like body modification stuff, um, including sort of uh, dangerous surgeries. Um, there's also ideas around like a, a pure unmodified body i'm putting scare quote uh, scare quotes here like a mutilated grotesque body um this gets very briefly touched on in the the next six episodes of the the show but uh we'll get expanded on a little bit more uh specifically around uh a technology that the main characters have implanted uh that let them interface with mechs um 
So um, I think those are the the two really big ones for uh, the first six episodes of this show. Um, we also get like depictions of uh, sort of poverty and um, imperial violence sort of being enacted. Um, and that will continue to be a, a focus of the show, but I think probably will be a little bit less uh, significant um, or as a, a content warning for most people, I think. Um, it's a little bit less like uh, visceral or immediate in its uh, presentation. Um, but some other stuff that doesn't really come up in the first six episodes, but um, I do remember from sort of the the broader series that I just wanted to highlight um, is sex and sexual uh, sex and sexuality comes up, um, including um, I think there's like uh, implied rape um, of a, a young character. Um, I know that there is uh, arranged marriage with a young girl. Um, there's stuff around child abuse um, and uh, you know pedophilia as a, a part that's coming up in all of that. Um, that stuff can be uh, definitely difficult to sit through. Um, and as we go on this podcast, um, I'm sure Connor and I will be talking about this and, and how we think that it's handling it. Um, I think it's trying to do interesting things, I, I will say from my memory. Um, but also there's some stuff where uh, it might be mishandled and I could definitely see some people um, getting really turned off by by that. So um I will also say that uh, I feel like some of it kind of ramps up and a lot of it doesn't uh, really start hitting until the second season. Um, so you can also kind of sit through the first season and see how you're doing in general if you're concerned about that stuff. Um, and, you know, listen to the the content warnings at the end of episodes, uh, which I'm, I'm putting this one uh, before sort of Connor and I joke around. Um, but I might, um, people, if, if you have strong feelings about this, please, please write into at ghost divers pod or, uh, ghost divers pod at gmail.com, or you can uh, tweet at ghost divers pod. Um, you can message in the abnormal mapping discord, um, over in the export chat, anything like that. Um, if you have sort of preferences about where to, to place these, um, you know, episode by episode, um, content warnings, but I was actually thinking about doing them at the very end after sort of the, the joking around for people who, um, are concerned about the spoilers. And then, um, you know, the, the content warnings for next episode will also always be in, uh, the episode description. So, um, that's a, a new change as well as I'm going to put, uh, in each episode description, sort of content warnings for the next episode. Um, part of the benefit of us still having that three week turnaround, uh, from recording to, to, releasing it. Um, then, uh, otherwise, um, yeah, there, there's some additional stuff around sex, like, uh, depictions of sex work, um, including some like, uh, exploitative sex work. I, I think there's a character I may be misremembering, um, where it's implied that when she was young, um, there, there might actually be multiple. There was implied that, you know, they used to be in sex work, uh, especially since they were young. Um, and have now, you know, left and gotten work somewhere else. Um, that's, that's less exploitative for them. Um, but that stuff definitely comes up. Uh, there is also a, a group that will show up, um, not next episode, but pretty soon in, in season one, uh, and continues out, I think, or, you know, continues on, I think, um, who, it's like a, a harem anime is happening. Uh, there's a guy who's married to a bunch of women, um, and they do stuff around that. So we'll talk about it. Um, 
I assume that's something that's probably not going to be quite as intensive a, a content warning where someone might have, uh, you know, a, a really traumatic response to it. Um, but I know it is something that can turn people off. Um, and I just wanted to include it in here along with sort of all the other sex stuff in case it uh, gives you a, a additional vibe or something about how much you want to continue with this series. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, you know, I wouldn't bring something to this podcast if I didn't think um, it was at least trying to say interesting things about a lot of these things. Um, we'll obviously talk about uh, places where we think it might be fumbling, um, but we'll, we'll try to actually dig in and, and give everything, um, especially some of these more difficult uh, topics, um, you know, try to try to understand what the series is doing um, and when we think that it works and, and when maybe it's not landing for us um, or uh, potentially worse. So, um, but I do like the series. I think, uh, in general, it has some interesting stuff to say. So hopefully people will stick around. Um, all right. There's not too much of Connor and I joking around. We were pretty in and out because we had to record this and the first discussion episode the same night. Um, but I, I will leave it to that now. I'm recording. Me too. Should we do a clap right from the start? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it at 39. Felt like I could feel the delay there, but... Um, What's your um, latency on Discord? Um... Uh, it says average ping 13 milliseconds, last ping 10 milliseconds. Okay. Yeah, that's about where I am. That's that's very low, so. Yeah. You want to try another clap? Or sure, we'll do we'll do one more. Just to... Okay. We'll do this one at 21. I didn't even hear you that time, but Oh well. Okay. It Pretty must good. have filtered cuz I I hit it loud that yeah. time. Yeah. Um, I feel like I did not hit loud. I don't know if you heard me or not. I might have. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I think my, I don't think, I think the audio came through, but I think my brain filtered it. Because I just didn't like register it. Yeah. But I um, think two claps is probably fine, right? Yeah. Do, do we want to, like, get into episode pretty quick? Or I don't know how much goofing around you want to do. I don't have, I, like, fun drinks in this time. I just have water. I ate some ice cream right before we hit record. Yeah. I think... I expect this will be a pretty short intro. Um, the intro well, will be just... short. The The discussion episode, I don't know if that'll be short. Right. We're recording both yeah, yeah. tonight, so... Right. Yeah, yeah. But you're asking about the intro, if, if I want to just go through through it pretty fast. Was that the question? Well, no. Do we want to do we want to goof around in this little zone here? Or do we oh, just no. get to the episode? Oh, no. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm good to get started. Yeah. Okay. Um. Here we go.